Welcome to When God Breaks Through, a podcast designed to look at the messy moments in motherhood and show how the gospel applies in practical ways, giving us hope and grace as we interact with our own kids. You'll hear crazy stories and life lessons from my mothering of eight kids. But more importantly, you'll hear the hope Jesus offers us for peace and not anxiety, for grace both for ourselves and to extend to our kids, and wisdom to point them to Him. I'm your host, Bethany Kimsey. Welcome to the kitchen table. I'm glad you're here. I had someone ask me the other day, Bethany, what are you planning to do at Christmas? Or do you do the same thing every Christmas as your devotional or your Advent time with your kids? How do you lead them in a way where they get a really good understanding of Jesus? And I know that we have had an episode where I talked a little bit about how we view Christmas in our home and the main message we want to give to our kids. So you can catch that. It's episode four, I believe. But I, today I want to be completely transparent with you. I just want to be honest. If you really were sitting across from me at the kitchen table and you asked me that question, this would be my response. I would say, honestly, I don't do it very well. I mean, I start the season and I have all these plans and all these ideas. In fact, if you were to be sitting in my kitchen and then maybe walk into our schoolroom slash book rooms, library-ish room, you would see a stack of books all pertaining to Christmas. Like I'm a sucker for a Christmas book. I will buy it and have all the best intentions. And there are a lot out there that are very, very good. I love Ann Voskamp's Unwrapping the Greatest Gift. I have loved um, Paul Tripp has one called Come Let Us Adore Him. We have read Jotham's Journey. It's part of like a four-part series of read-alouds. Um, I mentioned in the other episode a book that I absolutely love um, about Christmas. That's more of an allegory. There are so many resources out there that we can grab hold of for whatever age and stage our children are in. And we can usher them into conversation to talk about Jesus. But if I'm honest with you, This is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the fact that while I have downloaded tons of ideas and printed up tons of crafts and all the things, I'm not sure that doing all those things is a good measuring rod, but it is often what I measure myself against in this season. How well am I keeping up with my Advent reading with the kids? How many names for Jesus have we covered and talked about? Are we doing the Jesse tree and decorating and coloring all the pictures and getting through it? And just as a side note, I can be honest, we have never 
done the Jesse tree from start to finish in one Christmas season. And and I am happy sitting at the table with all of y'all and everybody else saying, well, we have, and I'll be like, that is awesome. And I rejoice with y'all. But for the mama out there who sometimes hears the fact that if you are behind or you missed it one night or five nights or you forgot about it, hey, I've done that. Um, last year, I completely just lost what I was planning to use. Like, I guess in the mess of my house, I, I don't know where those cards went. So there's that too. You can be that mama at the table. And what I want you to hear from me is that there are many ways we can fall behind. And the enemy really loves to capitalize on any thoughts we might have that our performance is part of the equation, that finishing is far more important that you need to do it well for your children to have understanding. I want you to hear me say something. God isn't worried about your completing of a devo- a devotional book. He isn't limited by how well or how poorly you believe you have fleshed out the fullness of the story of Jesus' birth. He is not pulled back, held back from showing how much he loves your child based on anything you do or fail to do. And he certainly doesn't expect excellence or perfection. You know, that goes against the whole gospel story. And yet somehow we can distort this season and actually flip it where it becomes about our performance again. But he desires your presence, Mama, sitting at his feet. He desires for you and me to set our minds on the things above to focus our eyes on him, to look and understand how much he loves us in our day-to-day moments with our kids. He does call us to that. But whether it means that you need to forego the story for that night and just enjoy coloring an ornament page because that's all that can be done, I think that's great. That's a win. Maybe you need to be like me. Oftentimes, I just have to choose that, you know, this week is turning into craziness. And so I think we're just going to talk all week about how Jesus is the light of the world. And we're going to take our flashlights and they're going to take us to bed that night in the dark. And we're going to talk about the fact that Jesus shines bright and our hearts that often are dark with sin, just like this flashlight does. And I am so thankful that Jesus was born at Christmas time to be my light. And whether you 
get through the devotional or you don't. Whether you have children who can catch up or like me, that is not going to work in your family dynamics. You cannot play catch up. I want you to carry a long-term vision into the season with Christmas. And the long-term vision is that we are faithfully pivoting our children back to their Redeemer, back to their Savior in the little mundane moments of our days. That is the Christmas story. Jesus came and he was born for you in this moment that you were disobedient or this moment where you were unkind or this moment where you're sad. Jesus came just for you. So we, we want to remember the long-term vision, where we're going. And then, yeah, it is great to have short-term goals. But I'm going to encourage you, if you were sitting with me, you would see it on my face. Hold your short-term goals loosely. Because we want them to be more open-handed. Because our long-term vision tells us that a repetitive layering of God's beautiful truth of grace weaves a tapestry for our children. And we can trust that, that this repetitive layering, this continual pivoting is far more important than a book we do or the Jesse tree that we complete. See, the layering in many moments is more powerful and more profound than a lecture or a lesson will ever be. And then, so that's the first thing we do. We want to remember our long-term vision and we come into a special space of the year, but we keep our long-term vision. We're on a track of repetitive layering of the truth of the gospel. And in this year, this season, we talk about it a lot and we have a lot of crafts we can do if you're a crafts person and a lot of coloring. But then the other part for you and for me is not just to remember the long-term vision, but to rebuke an enemy who wants to sling accusation and discouragement. You see, when we begin to stand in the truth of his word, whether we're reading a special devotional book for the season, we're unpacking truths for our kids as we are wrapping presents for somebody else or cooking something for someone else, and we're actually talking about the things of God in, their, in, in language that they can understand. When we are being faithful ministers, we are absolutely stirring up the gates of hell against us. There's no other way to put it. So we need to be able to stand and rebuke an enemy who wants to bring discouragement to our day. And he is the accuser of the brethren, and he will seek to dismantle your plans and belittle your moments. He will. So we want to stand in truth instead. And I love the passage in 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 2, 
And Paul is talking and he says, We were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. That's chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. And then if you skip down to verse 11, he says this, he says, For we know how like a father is with his children. So we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God. So for you and for me in this season of Christmas, I want us to understand that there's a lot we can use and use it. I use it every year. And in a minute, we're going to talk about a practical, the practical way that this works out. So long-term vision, though, is that we are walking in a way that shares the gospel with our kids and shares our very lives with our kids. So we are open about how the gospel impacts us. We are showing our hearts to our kids. And then just like it says about a father, how it, um, it says that the father exhorts each one of you and then encourages you and then charges you to walk in our conversations with our children from a very young, early age, we get to say, we are standing 100% behind you, exhorting you, calling you and placing a charge in front of you that says you can do this. And then we encourage them in their walk. And then we charge them, meaning we issue to them a challenge, a This is what you can be like. This is what walking with Jesus can be like. And so when we embrace this long-term vision that we are called to be faithful ministers of the gospel in this season and every season, then this season is just merely one of many moments that we can layer into our children's lives the gospel. So with that, practically, how does it work itself out? I will say this, every year, I'm going to pick a tool that I want to use, a book, um, a download, a devotional. I am going to pick something because I need something to keep me in a sort of framework. I do. Um, I think this year the Kimseys are going to do a a Jesse Tree book. We haven't done one in a few years, and I think it will be a good place for us to go back to and return to this year. And I can already guarantee you we we won't do every Jesse tree devotional and every ornament. It, it's just not practical. And so if I don't, from the very beginning, don't set up an unattainable standard for myself, I have more ability to stand inside of the truth of the grace of God. So that's just the way I look at that. But um, one year... Um, I could see that our Christmas season was going to be hectic. And truthfully, this year for many people may be a very hectic Christmas season and confused and hard. And if it is one, one thing we did one year that was so fun for me as one of the um, kind of somebody who was shaping the Christmas Advent for my kids, I just chose four names of Jesus. 
that I didn't really know much about. And I just said that every week we were going to kind of look into them. And we just Googled them and we found songs that spoke about them and we listened to those worship songs. And that was good for that year. My encouragement to you is invite your children into an experience in which you are learning with them. It will be, for all of you, honestly a more profitable season. But finally, the last thing I want you to remember is there is so much grace for your moments. In the moments when no one is listening, when everyone is tired or cranky or poking at one another, when it is better to just rest together, to love on one another, or to just sing songs of worship, then do that. Knowing that God's grace is full. I want to assure you, and if you're sitting at my table, you would see me smile as I say this. Things are far from perfect, far from great, if we're looking at a performance scale, but full of holiness. Because our God is actively involved in our homes. And when we surrender to his plan and his way and the truth of his love, then his grace tumbles out of us because we've received it and we can pass it on to our little ones. I hope this Christmas season is the best one you've had. And you can rejoice in the gift of Jesus for he sets us free. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When God Breaks Through. If you're wanting to connect with me and with other moms walking in the same messy moments, head over to bethanykimsey.com. That's where you'll also find the show notes with any links, as well as more resources you can grab to help you see that when God breaks through, when we see Jesus at work, the fuzzy intersection of real-life mothering and the gospel becomes very clearly defined. We can walk with confidence and purpose. Have a grace-filled day.